Hello and welcome. My name is Nicole. I'm a yoga teacher, and this is your podcast all around the topic yoga, mindfulness, and personal growth. Hello and welcome back to the Yoga by Nicole podcast. This is my last episode from Cape Town. I'll be flying back to Copenhagen next week because my semester abroad at Stellenbosch University is over and I have to go back and start writing my master thesis. And I can tell you these last days have really made me so thoughtful and reflective. Do you know that when you're in a situation where something new is ahead of you and you know something's gonna change and yeah you're gonna move and uh, live somewhere else again and I also had some really deep conversations lately with a lot of friends and just different people um, some of them being in the same situation as I am so finishing their studies soon so I'll be done next year June with my master's degree and somehow I feel like so many people are in the exact same space of what is it actually that I want to do in my life? <laughs> and yeah, so I know I'll be done next year and then I need to figure that out. And that just um, somehow yeah, really made me think about where does it actually come from that, that we are so much like unsure about what do we want to do? And I think, at least for me, it's definitely this thing that we want to do something super great, something that fulfills us and something that has an impact and just in general also really living the best life we possibly can and just making the most out of it. And I have to say on one hand, I'm totally all in for that because of course you should be working towards being the best you can be and dreaming big and striving for more and going out of your comfort zone all that and i also love to talk about that with friends and i've also just yeah recorded uh, episode number three if you haven't listened to that yet about um how i stick to goals and just yeah try to be the best uh, i can possibly be and so i'm all in for that and i think it's great because um yeah we just can always of course do better but the huge problem with that is just that it can so quickly switch and become something super negative at least for me because I can really tell that I then end up uh, putting so much pressure on myself and yeah just being really unhappy somehow and thinking oh I could do so much better and I should do more of this and that and I should change this and becoming also super ungrateful for where I already am in my life and what I've already achieved and just yeah constantly striving for more. So I thought to use this episode uh, to share with you some things that lately really helped me to get out of this um, space and just in general get much more clearance on what is it that I want to do and also becoming happier in general. So yeah I want to share that with you here. And even if you maybe already have your dream job and you're all clear about what it is you want to do in your life, I think that those uh, things I want to talk about are in general super good to do and I definitely want to do more of them. And I want to start right away. So I think one of the main reasons why we end up just putting way too much pressure on ourselves and just ending up somehow, yeah, feeling not enough and unhappy is a big surprise, social media. I know social media has kind of become the devil for everything. 
but I am really so convinced that it is one of the main reasons for me why I sometimes just end up feeling so overwhelmed because it just makes it look like everyone is being so successful and so on top of things and having the best life ever and I actually think that's something that happens completely unconscious because I wouldn't say that I ever feel like consciously unhappy or envious or any kind of negative feeling while I'm using social media but I think we unconsciously just take that all in and just automatically compare our lives to those of others. But uh, the obvious problem somehow is that we unfortunately can't really live without it anymore, right? So I think uh, I'm not the only one when I say it's just no option to delete it. Um, because even though there now has been much more awareness around how bad social media and smartphones actually are, it still also has so many upsides and is just such a big part of our lives somehow unfortunately that yeah we can't do without um, but I have to say it's really crazy actually how bad not just now from the aspect of how it unconsciously influences us but also how scientifically proven it is how bad it just is for the brain and our emotions and um, I've lately looked a lot into different studies um, on what actually happens with us uh, when we use um, social media because I'll be writing my master thesis with my friend Emilia on that uh, topic and it's really insane. So yeah, those apps like Instagram, Facebook, they just all have been built on these behavioral design techniques that actively trigger us to become addicted to them and yeah they really lead to just like a super short um, span of attention they let our brains age which already sounds so horrible and yeah just so much more and then really I'm convinced that it's just a, a huge impact on on how happy we are and how how happy we are also with our choices and decisions that we make and I also know a lot of people then also have this fear of missing out right because you just see what all other people are doing and then you feel like oh gosh I should be doing that too and so here comes my first coping technique which of course is not to delete social media well if you can then definitely go for it delete all of it uh, I just uh, definitely can't but first of all, of course, to um, reduce the time I spend on my phone. And there is a super nice uh, function on iPhones. I don't know if it's also on, on other phones with the screen time that you can set yourself limits for your app usage. And it tells you you've already spent like 20 minutes on Instagram today. And so um, I feel like that works really well. Um, but the second and even more important thing is to bring... My full awareness to the fact that it's so important what it is that we feed our minds with and you just really are accountable for what you take in. I really like what uh, one of my yoga teachers Dom with whom I recorded my last podcast uh, interview um, what she said during our teacher training which was how you feed yourself is not only what is on your plate and what we feed our minds with just has a huge impact on our thoughts and our behavior. 
So for example, what I'm really never ever ever going to do again is to watch any kind of horror movie or kind of thriller or anything like that. Because I know that I am an extremely sensitive person in that regard. And for example, if I see a scary or a psychic movie, it affects me so much. And I literally see evil everywhere I go and can't be in the dark and stupid things like that. And I just know I don't serve myself by watching anything violent or also by reading news about horrible things that happened, like murders or rapes. I just don't want to have that in my mind. And... Coming back to social media, being really conscious and decisive who it is that you follow and what kind of things they're sharing. So I don't mean like sharing violent stuff or anything, but just in general, I really decided to only follow things that are really motivating, that are positive, good vibes only stuff um, and not these superficial photoshopped or negative in any way kind of posts uh, one a friend of mine just told me that she has turned her instagram feed into a vision board so she only follows accounts that post something that triggers a positive future vision she holds for herself and that inspires her and that is a really beautiful approach i think um, so try to find accounts that are really real and honest because the thing with social media is also it makes it completely look like everyone is on a 24-7 vacation <laughs> because of course no one shares pictures from work or from studying and I'm me included like the half year I've been in Cape Town there wasn't a single post that I shared about sitting at school or working for my student assistant job so of course everyone only shares the sunny side and being aware of that first of all is of course already super good but then just really picking accounts and following things that 100% make you feel good and inspire you and like also show hard work and especially also for example with instagram influencers it looks like they are living the most amazing dream life but actually for them also you often hear them talk about how much work it is but of course they don't share that so we only get that superficial look from the outside never from the inside or often um but i feel like luckily there's starting right now or already quite, quite quite a while now um this trend where people really share their real lives on instagram and not just the most glamorous moments or the most like photoshop things and one super good example is rachel hollis uh, a woman from the us an entrepreneur i really love her she also wrote a super nice book um called girl wash your face and you should definitely follow her if you're into that so she's called Rachel Hollis I'm gonna write it in the show notes and yeah so that's definitely where I started now to be super drastic um, on yeah only following what I really want to follow and also just bringing my awareness away from other people to myself because also when you think about it watching other people's stories all day long you spend your own time following their lives instead of like living your own life so that is also um, a change I am engaging in right now to really bring my awareness back to myself because that also kind of led me to like yeah lose sense of what is it that I actually like and that I value and just not being illusionized by fake realities 
but I want to get more into like bringing your awareness back to yourself um, by talking about another reason that I think is hugely responsible uh, for why I or maybe you two end up feeling lost and it's the thing that today we just have more possibilities than ever before we have more resources available and we don't have the same worries as for example our grandparents did when they grew up when there was a much more unstable society and also in combination with globalization we just really have all opportunities open like really the world is open to us um so what is it that i want to do in life has become so difficult because we now of course want to do something that completely fulfills us so the meaning of jobs just really has changed like whereas earlier it used to be a clear means to an end so working in order to earn money it has now just become something that not only should it bring us tons of money but also fulfill us also bring us joy so our standards just have increased extremely and this very same is true not only in regards to jobs but also in regards to partners because again coming back to social media but all also all these dating apps they just really make it look like we have every single possibility open in life and we can always find someone better and yeah we just can't commit to anything anymore because who knows maybe tomorrow i'll run into someone who makes me even happier um and That is really also just a huge problem, this not being able to commit anymore. Um, and here comes another book recommendation, a book you really have to read, but only if you're German, because I think, unfortunately, it's not translated into any other language yet. It's written by Bas Kast, one of my most favorite writers, and it's called Ich weiß nicht, was ich wollen soll. So in English, that would be, I don't know what I should want, And um, he talks about exactly that, um, that how much unhappier you are if you can't commit to things. And for example, he writes about this study that they once did where they um, made people choose from ice cream and they set up two ice cream stores and the one had like five different flavors and the other one had 25 different flavors. And then afterwards they asked they asked the people, so um, how happy are you with your choice? And the ones with the fewer choices were much happier because they just didn't have that much to compare it to and they didn't feel like they're missing out on 20 other flavors right now. And of course, you can say that we're super lucky and super blessed that we now have all these possibilities in our lives. But it's just really such a shame that they actually make us so much uh, less happy um, and also make us just struggle so much with making decisions i don't know if you have that i have that so much that just when ordering food it takes me forever to decide like i can't decide anymore and uh, i really feel like that comes because we also always think about the opportunity cost you know so what if i decide for this what am i gonna miss out on and so i think what is also really important what i'm currently trying to do all the time is making decisions super fast and then sticking with them so making the decision and then sticking with them not questioning them and of course that's definitely easier said than done so here comes another thing to do which i think is so valuable and so important which maybe you're doing already um and it's journaling 
So sitting down with a pen and notebook and just consciously engaging in reflection because that's also something I can really feel from myself that I almost never really reflect. So I live my life without ever really like, yeah, thinking what am I actually doing here and what, what am I uh, yeah, learning from what I've just uh, yeah, done in the past. Um, I often have these situations when you get asked, so what did you do at the weekend? And then I'm just like, wait, what did I do at the weekend? I don't even remember. <laughs> so just really living my life so unconsciously sometimes. And journaling is just really the best method ever to reflect on everything that's happening to you and getting to know yourself so much better what is it that moves you right now what where are your thoughts going all the time and um, I have to say though sitting down with an actual journal and making that a daily habit is something I really struggle with I don't know why I really and I've just made this episode right on on how to stick to new habits but um, I just can't really can't really get it done um, with like a physical journal But uh, what I started to do is uh, using my phone and I know we wanted to reduce phone time but I think that counts as an exception uh, because it's something like really positive. Um, so uh, there is this super nice app which is called Reflectly and it's like a digital journal so it works basically the same like a physical one but it also has some super nice additional features and um, I I'm just going to take you through the app and explain to you what it does. So it um, asks you every evening, I think maybe you can also change it to the morning, but I have it that in the evening it asks me like, do you want to reflect on your day? And then of course I say yes. And um, it says, good afternoon, ready to create a new story. And I say, let's do it. And then you have to rate your day. So it asks, how was your day today? And I say, it was super awesome. And it asks, cool what made today super awesome and then you can just uh, choose between different different types here and you can even create your own but i'm just gonna choose food because i had a super amazing food and then it's stuck oh no okay now we're back i think it could have also just been my phone to be honest um anyways so the next question is would you like to elaborate on what happened um, normally I do yes and just yeah right um, but I'm just gonna do no thanks it now asks how did you feel throughout the day and you can choose between happy blessed lucky good confused stressed angry anxious and down and I'm gonna put uh, blessed and then in the very end it always asks a super reflective question every day a different one and today it is oh that fits very well it is what would you do in life if money wouldn't play a role and this is just really nice that it's every day also the a, a different one and then yeah you can just reflect on it as much as you like so yes we now have a uh, journaling and another thing that maybe it doesn't help you f to figure out what you want to do in life but that definitely makes you much, much happier is to do a gratitude journal. And that's also something I've 
or I'm trying very hard to integrate into my life to name uh, things every day that I'm grateful for. So I just try to write down every morning and every evening. So right after waking up and right before going to bed, five things that I'm grateful for. And I've also started now to uh, implement that into my yoga practice. So in the very end of the practice, uh, when you lie in Shavasana, which is the final resting posture, so you just lie flat on your mat with your eyes closed and don't do anything. And that's where my mind just always wanders off and where I start thinking and planning and just yeah, not, not being in the present moment at all. And that's where I try to name in my head things that I'm grateful for and people that I'm so happy to have in my life and that I deeply love. And it's really crazy how that immediately makes you so much happier. You need to try that or maybe you already do that and maybe you already do a gratitude journal, then you know how amazing that is. And another thing that I started to do is to consciously acknowledge myself for what I've already achieved in my life and what I've already done and the tool that I'm using for that is meditation and what I've done for you is to record a self-love meditation and I've guided that meditation when I did my first teacher training in India because uh, meditation and breath work was part of the teacher training. And so I wrote down this self-love meditation and guided my fellow yogis through it. And I got super nice feedback on it, uh, which yeah, really encouraged me to upload one as a podcast episode. So you can just listen to that on my podcast and try it out. But you can also for sure find a lot of uh, self-love meditations on YouTube or just yeah on all these um, meditation apps that are out there. And I think that's actually already everything I had to say. <laughs> But let's quickly summarize the things that I started to do in my life. The first thing is definitely to reduce screen time and to become very mindful about what is it that I'm consuming and not just in regards to social media but also what books am I reading, who are the people that I'm talking to, what conversations do I engage in, what news do I watch, all the things that I just put in my mind. The next thing is to consciously try to commit to things and stick with them and making decisions quick and fast and not questioning them and starting to journal and especially starting a gratitude journal and becoming aware of the abundance that I have in my life and what I've also already achieved and doing that with meditation. So check out my self-love meditation or any other kind of, of meditation that you can find. So I really hope that this might be um, somehow maybe inspiring for you or helping you a little if you're in the same situation as I am or just in general. I uh, need to start packing now. <laughs> I'm so happy uh, you listened to this episode. Thank you so much. As always, I would love to hear your feedback and your thoughts. If there's anything you would like to share with me, come to my website yogabanicole.com or to my Instagram and just drop me a message and 
yeah, take care of yourself. Maybe practice some yoga. Um, write in a journal. And I will talk to you soon. Namaste.